Hey guys, this is Ladies Talk Wrestling, and we are actually doing a mini episode, the double take, where we will be talking about um, our thoughts on last night's SummerSlam, also um, the G1. The G1. That's pretty much it. Yes. So I'm Sheila. I'm Sharon. And again, this is Ladies, Ladies Talk, Talk Wrestling. Wrestling. So. What did you think about SummerSlam last okay, night? Okay, so my first time watching SummerSlam. Well, I did see a good portion of what I saw I did like. Um, however, I have some questions. <laughs> I did not like what I saw in terms of segment of Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon. I didn't uh-huh. like it. Yeah. Uh-huh. I didn't understand the match between The Fiend and Finn Balor, but apparently a lot of other people liked that match. What? Yes, a lot of people I didn't, loved the match. They thought I it was an epic return and... Of the fiend, so I, I didn't I get it. it was, I didn't it, get it. I, I don't know. Okay, maybe I'm just wrong. I didn't really understand that whole thing. I'm like, what the fuck about watching? I don't know. I didn't get it. I didn't. But that's just me. I could be wrong. I did like Kofi Kingston and Randy Orton match up until they were both double counted out. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that was kind of wild. Like what? It's like no people want to see. Kofi definitively beat Randy Orton pin him clean in the middle of the ring. What they didn't want to see is some double count out BS. Right. Which is what we got. Yeah, it just seemed... Or something that was less than clean. It just seemed like it was kind of like... I don't know. It, it it didn't feel right. I didn't like it. And I, and I get it. I guess for storyline purposes to keep the feud going... But I think a lot of people just like, you know, let him just, if he's going to win, let him just win. You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you making him have to, and he gets to retain it, but it doesn't feel, it just, it doesn't feel satisfactory. Right. It's not satisfying that someone won over from, through a double count versus he just beat the dude. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So. Again, it's artificially done to keep the feud going, but I'm like. You could have done that maybe on SmackDown or Raw. Right. And then for the pay-per-view, defensively end it where Kofi either wins or Randy Orton takes the belt off of him. True, true. Or maybe that could have been a way have Randy Orton beat Kofi and then keep the feud going to where Kofi gets the belt back on the other pay-per-view. What, Clash of Champions? Yeah, this is in September. One. Yeah. Versus the double count out crap. However, I did find it very satisfying when Kofi had that kendo stick and was beating the crap out of him. This is true. That was my favorite part. <laughs> it was so satisfying. That was. I was like, yes! Let your let your Nigerian ancestor. Wait, he's from Ghana, right? Yeah. Well, anyway, it's West Africa. I was close. Even though Nigeria and Ghana kind of have like their own little beef and whatever. Okay. But let you let your Ghanaian ancestry and pride out. Beat him with the kendo stick. Exactly. Exactly. Beat him like you stole something. Exactly. This dude prevented Kofi Kingston from his push, what, 10, 11 years ago? And embarrassed him on TV. Recalling him by saying stupid, stupid, stupid. So I felt like, you know, it was vindication. Vindication. That's right. Again, it would have been satisfying if he actually beat him versus the double count, but whatever. The Kindle stick beaten, I will take that at least kind of, that kind of makes up for it a little bit. It does. Okay, what about the whole Trish status? Stratus. 
sorry. And Charlotte Flair. I thought that was such a good match. I mean, that yes, Trish Stratus lost, but you know what? Even though she lost, she still looked like a winner. She still this came is, out looking amazing. This is true. This is true. She proved that she's no punk. This is true. I mean, and what was really great about the match was the fact that you didn't know who was going to win. Right. It wasn't a squash match. Like, oh, you know, Charlotte's going to win. You didn't. You wasn't sure. Right. Like, because it kept kind of going back and forth. Like, right. just when you thought that Charlotte's going to win, then Trish comes back. Right. Just when you think Trish is going to win, Charlotte comes back. So right. it was actually a really good match. They both had a lot of great energy. Um, can we talk about Charlotte Flair's entrance, though? <laughs> the entrance. I, mean, I love her entrance. I loved her outfit. She looked like a beautiful peacock. <laughs> I loved it. it. Was It was flashy. But then again, her last name is Flair. Would you expect anything less? And she's the daughter of the legendary Ric Flair. So that's what I'm saying. Would you expect anything less from the daughter of the legendary Ric Flair? I mean, I just of loved her not. entrance. But it was, it was, I mean, it was again, great she's, a, great she's, a, she's a star. Oh yeah, for sure. And she definitely came off like a star. For sure. And I and I at least like that it wasn't just she's just you know attractive and will make her a winner. No, she's aggressive. I mean, I know when we were live tweeting last night, that's something that you, you mentioned that you you love that aggressiveness. But yeah, she was definitely. I was thinking like, dang, she she a thug. Because didn't you say she was a goon? Yeah, she was definitely. She was definitely goonish. doing some goon stuff. <laughs> I was like, damn, Charlotte. She was like. You know, in the words of Big Frida, she didn't come to play with you hoes. She came to slay. Well, she and did. slay she did. She, she did. slayed. She did. She did damn good. But again, it was it was just a great match. And for Trish Stratus's last match. And while, yeah, I mean, I live tweeted that I was disappointed that she lost in her hometown. But you know what? Yeah, there's instances where you lose, but you don't really lose. Right. And I think this was one of those instances where, yeah, she lost, but not really because she still came out as a winner. She she didn't tap out in, like, you know, the first few minutes. Like, she gave it her all. Mm-hmm. And I think anyone who um, is a fan of hers and had, you know, watched her, you know, in, in her original run appreciate probably appreciated that fact that she didn't just um you know let that young buck take it that homegirl had to earn that win like she had to earn it right and she had to she had to you know fight for it so i totally it was it was it was a really good match i really i really enjoyed it me too a lot um, one thing we should know is that we didn't actually watch all of SummerSlam. In fact, we walked, we came into it like halfway through. Yeah. Um, and then there was also, there was some um, issues with streaming on the network. Yeah, that was a couple times. I did not like so, the streaming on the network. I'm like, New, New Japan World is better for streaming than seeing what the network was. But then again, maybe was also a lot of people was streaming SummerSlam last night, so that could have been the issue as well. Yeah. I mean, so, my, yeah, I mean also my internet connection as well. Yeah, I mean, it, it could have been the internet connection as well, but yeah, there was there were some hiccups um, with the streaming last night, but I think overall, you know, if, if I had to, like, if I had to give what, at least the half that we saw a grade, probably maybe like a B-minus, yeah, I think, that's, I think that's I mean, honorable. 
yeah just because some of the, you know again I didn't again I didn't get the match between Ben I'm sorry Finn Balor and the Fiend that that didn't make any sense to me but okay whatever. I mean I, I like I the know. reintroduction cause again the Fiend Bray Wyatt's supposed to be a scary creepy dude so I mean I right. got that okay but the so, match itself I yeah. mean I'm like I feel like it ended like so quick like what what? Yeah, it was just like it. Yeah, that's the that's the thing though. I think what I didn't like was that it just it was abrupt. Like the ending was so abrupt, and you're thinking like, wait, what? What happened? <laughs> like, is there more? Like, like you know, like what? What kind of like what? But then again, maybe that's the whole point to make it like a teaser. So just right. really want to see more of it. Yeah, because I know one of the things I mentioned was. Shouldn't Finn Balor be the demon if he's going up against the Fiend? But then I thought a lot about it. I think maybe that's, again, is playing all into that. It's the fact that he, in order for him to beat the Fiend, he must become his persona, the demon. The demon Balor. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't that last night. But he may need to be that in the future in order to beat this dude. Right. Okay, so any other thoughts wait a minute we have to talk about the g1 <laughs> oh before we talk i want to talk about the main event brock lesnar versus seth rollins yeah i'm just gonna you be did. honest i didn't actually watch i did because i kind of tapped out i was like uh okay especially after some of those couple of those matches and i was like i i'm not gonna like i can always re-watch it right but you watched so you say what happened okay so Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar. You know what? I actually enjoyed that match. I'm happy okay. for. I was actually very happy for Seth Rollins. I mean, he's kind of like um, a watch. He took a look at but kept on ticking. <laughs> I mean, there were times when he was like he was just gonna be down and out. Right. I mean, my favorite part of that match was when Brock Lesnar actually lifted him up from his um, bandage. I was kind of swinging him around. Oh, shit. Sure. I'm like, that's some Superman shit right there. Yeah, because I remember you, like, telling me, like, he just looked at him all by his bandage. That's like, oh, did you say it was holding his ribs or something yeah. like that? Supposed to be holding his ribs in place. <laughs> Ooh. I was like, damn, that's brutal. That is. But you know what? And it looked like he was going to be down and out. But, you know, Seth Rollins somehow or another managed to pull through. At the same time, the sheer shock on Brock Lesnar's face every time. Seth Rollins kept coming back was to me it was so great because again it shows again that Seth Rollins may not be as big as Brock Lesnar he may Mm -hmm. not be as strong as Brock Lesnar but that dude obviously has more heart and more guts than Brock Lesnar especially last night because he beat him right I mean broken or cracked ribs whatever the case may be he beat Brock Lesnar so, so was that satisfying for you to watch it that? It was actually quite satisfying. And one point, like, he was actually crying, too. So for wow. Us. Okay, that's okay. That's deep. That is. And now, say, Kieran, from... From SummerSlam to, to G1. You, yeah, tell me what you thought about, about the G1. Well, I didn't watch the G1, so I, I, I did read about it. I'm happy that Kota Bushi won the G1. I'm so- all right, sorry about that. We had a <laughs> we had a phone call come in. 
anyway, so we were we were talking about the G one, right? And yes, uh, Kota Boshi, uh, Kota Bushi. Hey, look, it's Monday. Anyway, he won. Yes, he won. I'm so happy for him. But this is what happened when you sign a contract, Coda, and you show your loyalty to the company, Coda. <laughs> Good things such as win the G1 and place you right now facing Okada at Wrestle Kingdom 14. It's what happens. Also, when you basically sell your soul to them. Because <laughs> like he, he's going to end his career in New Japan. Kind of like selling your soul to the devil. Sort of. <laughs> Like it, I'm so happy for him. Yay, can we give him a round of applause? Woo! It is it's a long time coming for him, so I'm just so happy for him. I know he proved to a lot of people who are wondering, like, can he buckle down? Can he stay at one place? Will he be able to finally live up to his potential that he's shown that he can live up to his potential? Right. Also, he made history because he is the first person to win. Best of the Super Juniors. Yeah. The New Japan Cup. Right. And now the G1. So I'm like... Sweet. You go, Coda. Yeah. And of course, I'm sure people were asking questions about, did Kenny watch? Well, I know. I was wondering that. If you, if you think... I mean, I'm Do you hoping, think he watched? I'm hoping that he watched, but I don't think he was in the building. Which I think is kind of sad. Aww. Like and allegedly Kenny Omega and New Japan aren't on good terms. So and again, I also feel like it's also he cares so much for Coda that he wouldn't want to do anything to take the shine off of Coda. Right. By being there. So. Right. No, that's I mean that's understandable. So I mean it's bittersweet, but I mean again I'm just so happy for Coda. And with that, I want to talk about the uh, Los Ingobernables de Hopon fans who seem to be all in their feelings. And on one hand, I get it. Nato's your man, and you don't feel like he's been getting the proper respect from New Japan. I get that. I mean, I do feel like there was a couple times he should have won the IWDP heavyweight title, and he didn't. Russell Kingdom 12, he should have won. I felt like if things had gone to plan and King didn't leave New Japan, I would have won it for Nato have won this year at Dominion beat Kenny at for it at Dominion and then he'll be the IWDP heavyweight champion when Russell Kingdom 14 rolls around. Of course Kenny did leave New Japan they had to put the title on Tanahashi because Kenny was leaving and then Hashi had the title from Tanahashi to Jay White mm-hmm. just so Okada could win at Madison Square Garden. Okay. So I mean I, I get that because again you know things change, plans change. Yeah, true. So I get that. And yes, I get again, people, the Nidal fans are anxious for Nidal to finally win. Right. Even though he already won back in 2016. Yeah, I was going to yeah, ask that. Like, I thought he had already won. He did. But for him to win and this time have a longer reign than the, the first time. I get that. But at the same time, again, things happen to where plans changed. Kenny got really hot. Those Akata Omega matches got really hot. And of course, Kenny was on a two or so year trajectory of trying to get that belt. So, of course, that was the big storyline for them mm-hmm. to go with. Um, right now, they're looking at Kota Bushi, and again, I mean, he, he may lose at Russell Kingdom 14. 
right. but he may actually win. We'll, we don't know. And of course, yeah. things are always like they change there too. For all we know, Kodabushi could lose the suitcase along the way. Okay. I mean, the briefcase along the way. Right. That's always a possibility. I mean, I mean, so far no one has lost the briefcase when they won it, but there's always first time for everything. Yeah. Also, he may decide to go for Nidal's Eye Intercontinental belt. Because hmm. when you win the briefcase, you can actually challenge for, I think, for any belt, I think. Or is it just for the... Uh, no, I take it back. I think it's just for the WGP heavyweight. Oh. I think okay. it's a new Japan Cup where you could challenge for any belt. Sweet. Yeah, but who knows? I mean, maybe Koda could challenge for... Maybe. Nidal's Intercontinental belt. If no, Nidal's goal really is to be a double winner. Right. Be to have the Intercontinental belt and the heavyweight champion belt. Okay. Also, Okada could lose before Wrestle Kingdom 14. Right. Again, anything's a possibility. Anything is possible. Kota Ibushi, in order to get to the finals, beat Okada. So technically, he already has it. So even if he was to lose okay. the G1 finals yeah. against Jay White, mm-hmm. Kota Ibushi still could have chance for the IWGP heavyweight belt because he already has a win over Okada. Hmm. Interesting. So therefore, he could actually challenge Okada in the fall, like a king of pro wrestling. I mean, okay, how likely when? do you think that's going to be, though? How see, likely is that? See, I don't know. Because, again, you, Gato knows. Only Gato knows. No one else knows. <laughs> Gato knows. I would have to be in Gato's mind to know if that's a possibility. Okay. I feel like with Gato, anything's a possibility for him. Okay. In terms of what he can do, just to get people buzzing I mean, there's so many ways you could play this out. Because, I mean, this is all going to be some kind of way for Nidal to get somehow or another into the title picture. Okay. And what better way than maybe to have Kota win the IWGP heavyweight belt before Vessel Kingdom. Right. Where he goes in as the champion. Okay. Okay. And since Nidal got a win over Kota Bushi mm-hmm. to get the Incarnate Championship belt back from yeah. Kota. Yeah. He could technically then be like, well, I got a win over you. Yeah, I won a belt, but you know what? I got a win over you, so now I can challenge you. Okay. Or Cody could be like, well, you know what? I'm the WGP heavyweight champion now. I'm going to challenge Nida. Okay. Well, changing uh, to something a little different. Well, I mean, it's still wrestling related, but Glow Season 3 just dropped on Friday. Of course, we still have to watch season two. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I, th- I think maybe we should, like, you know, start watching season two. Like, you know, maybe, like, do an episode a week or something like that and, like, live tweet. Yeah, I don't know. Could. What, do you, what do you think? I think that would be good. Yeah. That, that'd be cool. What do you guys out there in podcast land think? Do you think we should live tweet? <laughs> I think we should. And people should follow us on Twitter at LadiesTalkRest1. That's ladies, L-A-D-I-E-S, talk, T-A-L-K, rest, W-R-E-S, the number one. That's our handle on Twitter. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Ladies Talk Wrestling. And, you know, let us know what you think. If we should live tweet season two of GLOW. And, of course, season three of GLOW because we're trying to, like, play catch up. Right. So, yeah. 
but season one was great so we love that maybe maybe we could just like just live tweet like just start from the beginning i don't know but you know some something to think about absolutely but anyway this was just the uh another mini episode the double take with sheila and sharon so again this is ladies talk Talk wrestling wrestling. we'll see you guys uh later